Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studio. Prime Time Show is presented by Zen Sports. Download the app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN for unlimited 5% cash back for your first 15 days of wagering. The Zen Sports app is where you go. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her crew have you covered. The best in the business is at amandajgentry.com. And of course, TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Nobody puts you in better position to improve your physical fitness, to improve you than TrueMathFitness.com. Your first workout is free when you visit their website. So with the Titans running back situation, uh, Mr. Jones says Buck is currently pantless while Burt is shirtless. That's correct. I'm uh, I'm Donald Duck at this point, and Burt is the reverse Donald Duck. Uh, but yeah, why would I put pants on to do the primetime show when this is literally in my home and all I have to do is walk down the hallway to do it? No, we don't wear pants when we do the primetime show. This is something that you've known for four years. But I think that uh, I think as you look at the Titans running back situation and as you look at how the running backs have been deployed, it does feel like there's a bit of a smash and dash 2.0 to this. So smash and dash for the Tennessee Titans was Lendell White and Chris Johnson or Chris Johnson and Lendell White. Uh, smash for sure Lendell. Dash for sure, Chris Johnson. And I think that when you uh, I think that when you talk about the deployment of Henry and Spears, the potential for that is still there. You know, Derrick Henry outsnapped Tajay Spears in this game against the Chargers after Tajay got a higher percentage of snaps, not carries, but snaps against the New Orleans Saints. 54% for Spears in the Saints game to Derrick Henry's 48. Derrick Henry, uh, I will pull up my handy dandy stat sheet here, but Derrick Henry did have more carries and a higher percentage of snaps in the game because the game played to their strengths, right? We knew that the Tennessee Titans with a lead were going to be able to put in their closer, going to be able to run the clock out with Derrick Henry, as is the custom. Henry himself is smash and dash. Listen, this is this is going to be one of the more annoying things, and Mr. Jones' commentary is typically annoying and, and uh, deeply biased and you know, unhinged and, uh, you know, not grounded in reality whatsoever. So perhaps I shouldn't gravitate towards that comment alone. The point of this conversation is to talk to you about, oh God, the, the texts are going to start. I need to figure out how to get this muted on my laptop. Somebody's going to, we need to call IT. But uh, I think that when you talk about Henry and the usage, the usage of Derrick Henry does not need to be to the max every time. And the sooner that I get some of you, or at least Mr. Jones and whomever else would continue to traffic in that thought process, uh, the sooner that I get you guys to remove yourself from the idea that Derrick Henry has to do it all himself all the time because he's Derrick Henry and he's the greatest, um, you know, then we can actually have a productive conversation about how to best improve Derrick Henry with Tajay Spears as a result. So you're going to hear from Mike Vrabel about this in just a second. You'll, rather, you'll hear from Derrick Henry on this here in just a second. Uh, right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by the great folks at Two Rivers Ford. 
question, of course, that comes with your Two Rivers Ford take this evening is what would you make of the running back usage for the Titans through these first two games? We'll talk about it together right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet presents your Two Rivers Ford take each and every night. Quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford has been in business for 40 years, operating with honesty and integrity. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. But, <clears throat> excuse me, as we look at the... Uh, uh, <laughs> Major Key says, are you laying down what you got on? Oops, wrong chat. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> With... Are you in the, were you in your OnlyFans account? What happened there? <laughs> I'm dying to know where it just says shit wrong chat. I, I didn't, unless it was a joke that I missed. That's hilarious. Either way, so slash Henry Flash Spears, however you want to call him, right? The Titans appear to have a deployment situation that is going to benefit their rushing attack and benefit Derrick Henry as a result. As you look at the usage for Derrick Henry in this particular game, now, obviously, he had 25 carries, 80 yards, 3.2 yards on average. Not efficient, but it's a classic Derrick Henry performance. He also had the touchdown. Of course, it was the 1,000th Tennessee Titans touchdown in 25 years of Titans football. And, of course, coming out of the Saints game, the biggest complaint about the offense after Ryan Tannehill was the usage of Derrick Henry, particularly in the second half. When you lose a game by one and Derek only has five carries in the second half, it's going to be an easy thing for an easy thing for fans to hit you over the head with, which is you have the best running back in football. Why aren't you giving him the ball more, especially when he's uh, averaging 5.1 yards per carry in the first half. So Derek Henry in this game, it plays to his advantage. Uh, looks like Deshaun Watson slow to get up limping off the field right now as uh, as it looks like time, they're going to let time run out in the first half of this game. It looks like TJ Watt got to Watson and he uh, was looking, it looked like an ankle situation. Anyway, we'll keep you updated as things continue to spiral for the Browns in the first half of this Monday night football game. Uh, <laughs> Major Key says, Buck, I have a Samsung. I can text and watch the show at the same time. My bad, bro. Ooh, that's interesting. <laughs> you can also know what I'm wearing uh, because I'm not, I'm perhaps the person that you're uh, texting uh, also is not wearing pants, but if you wanted to know, I'm also not wearing pants. We can get a little frisky in the FNM. Oh, well, this isn't the FNM bank chat. That's a different chat entirely. I've got all of the things mixed up. You guys have me flustered. Anyway, uh, usage for the football team, usage for the running backs right now. I think that uh, I think that when you look at the deployment of these players, I think that this is going to be the best advantage. The best way to prolong Derrick Henry's career is to not have to grind him down. And if you're going to grind him down or grind teams down with him, then to only do it in the second half as opposed to a full 60 minutes of football is obviously going to work to the Titans' benefit. Um, I think uh, Ben Hall says Chubb's injury was apparently so bad they weren't going to show it. I'm glad they didn't. I hate when they do that. It's disgusting. And I hope that Nick Chubb recovers as fast as humanly possible. But Derrick Henry was asked about the usage of the two players in the postgame, and he was short and succinct. But his point came across well. You'll also hear from Spears in just a moment. Yeah, we hope so. Um, it'll be a one-two punch. We have a great panel. And, um, you know, being able to make plays and move the ball down the field whenever we end up having the ball in our hands. So, so you know, we really well. So, Derek, not necessarily easy to hear there. But he's saying basically, yeah, we hope so. Uh, we hope that that's going to be a problem for teams across the league. We like the way that it works. Anytime they bring up playmakers in the offense, it's not just Hopkins. It's not just Henry. It's not just... Chig, for example, 
Spears is who the coaching staff mentions as the offensive play as one of the best offensive playmakers on the team. Um, this is a uh, this is a situation for the Tennessee Titans where they have a player who can contribute right away. This is not Deion Lewis. This is not Darrington Evans, and he doesn't have to lose snaps to Derrick Henry. He is there to provide a valuable resource to Derrick Henry, which is something that he doesn't get very often. Rest. Rest is something that he hasn't needed, that he's been sustainable with such a high usage rate is crazy. But Derrick Henry doesn't need 325-plus touches a year to be able to uh, to be able to be the kind of player that we know Derrick Henry to be. Ben Hall says of the uh, running back deployment, I really don't understand how you can complain in past years about using Derrick too much and now complain about getting Spears touches. Like, of course, he'd take touches off of Derrick. Well, that's that's the thing, Ben, right? They've been looking for somebody to take touches off of Derek for years, and they haven't been able to successfully do it. Um, so if you want if you want Derrick Henry to be a Titan until the end of his career and to sustain and to get a contract beyond this year, which I think is entirely feasible because of Spears' existence, Derrick Henry has to have some help. We've talked about this, and it doesn't mean that Derrick Henry is lesser, that the coaching staff isn't using him right. It just means that they're falling in line more with the rest of the NFL, which is they, there's no bell count. Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry are really the only ones doing it out here with that kind of volume. And so that they found somebody who can be a complimentary piece only is going to make life easier on Derrick Henry. There will be time. Uh, there will be time when um, there will be times when you are critical of the Derrick Henry usage and Maybe sometimes you'll be right. Maybe sometimes you'll be wrong. But right now, let the let the offense figure it out. Thus far, through two games, that combination, how they've deployed them, has been successful. Um, William Jones says, damn, I'm late. I didn't think you were going to go live tonight. Yeah, it, it, it was hard, William. We, we we typically try to go with the two-minute warning, and the Steelers-Browns uh, the Steelers -Browns game has drug on uh, into eternity. We've just now reached halftime in the Monday Night Football doubleheader. But I think that uh, I think that when you look at the running back deployment, to talk to Spears about it in the locker room post game, uh, I think that uh, you know they obviously see the value in the two of them together. And if they're not complaining about their usage the way that, for example, Brees Hall is, you shouldn't be either. Uh, the primetime show is presented by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Wherever justice demands is where Amanda J. and her team go to serve you to protect your constitutional rights visit amandajgentry.com for more details so uh as we look at the running back deployment tajay spears was asked about the combination of the two of them in the locker room after the chargers game this is what he had to say yeah just mean fighting through adversity um the game wasn't perfect at all except that's not tajay spears i couldn't see that's kevin byard from sunday night so we don't have the spears video that's a mistake by me, but I think that uh, you know Tajay echoed the sentiments of Derrick Henry, saying basically that yes, we like the combination, we trust the coaching staff and how they're uh, seeing fit to use us and finding ways to succeed, um, succeed throughout the course of the game. Uh, Jay Street says that's KB. Yes, I know. I re I recognized the mistake as soon as we started talking. My, uh, it's it's difficult for me to see it, and I forgot that I asked Bert to keep the videos from the week in there, so I thought that was a new video. Either way. Smash and dash or whatever you want to call them, Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears are the combination that you need. And I think to talk about the usage and to think it's some kind of slight on Derrick, I think is uh, is really just ignorant of what it is that they're trying to accomplish. The primetime show is made possible by the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. 
Go to GaryAshton.com. Get your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found at GaryAshton.com. Uh, so as we look at, at the offense and the different ways that the Titans are trying to get playmakers involved, I think that's been the most refreshing part of the start of the Titan season. Even in the Saints' loss, felt good about the offense and how Tim Kelly was finding ways to get the guys uh, get the guys involved. In the Chargers game, I know it was a bit of a slog for the first quarter and a half, basically, but even then, they found their footing. Mike Vrabel said, you know, we were leaking oil until the Traylon Burks uh, completion, the 70-yard completion down the field, and it ignited that offense in ways that were meaningful and they could capitalize on. So the Titans avoid the 0-2 start. They move to 1-1 on the season. But as we get ready to talk about teams who are starting 0-2 and Pittsburgh trying to avoid that same pitfall up two at the half, 16-14 to right now, let's talk about the most surprising 0-2 teams at the start of the regular season. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch is where you can submit your nominees, uh, and we will discuss at length together right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. Get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident for the best workout in Nashville. TrueMath is the place to go. Nobody has better facilities, better coaching, better options, whether that's personal training, group classes, or just their open gym facility. TrueMathFitness.com is where you sign up for your membership today. Uh, someone said the tidal wave on 3HL is a nickname for um, – a uh, for the for the duo that is Spears and Henry Jamal loves God says that on Facebook great duo name think it was Todd uh, not even close and original plus it's both uh, both schools roll tide and Tulane wave tighten up is what he says uh, I think that uh, I think that um, you know tidal wave I, whatever you whatever you want a nickname right the, the the only nickname that I've that I've seen that uh, you guys have tried to get off the ground, at least since I've been here, other than Dollywood Brown for AJ, which was funny because he had no idea what Dollywood was and had no idea what the reference was. And why would AJ Brown have any concept of what Dollywood is coming from uh, uh, the place that he did in Mississippi? But uh, the only nickname that you guys have gotten off or tried to get off the ground that the football team did not like was the Tennessee Tickle Monsters. It's always funny to ask uh, you know, Jeff Simmons and Nico Autry about the nickname in the locker room. And to see the just the face that they would make as if they smelled something bad talking about it. King Henry and Prince Spears is something that's also been nominated. But either way, I think that uh, either way, I think that there are a lot of a uh, lot of possibilities for this particular combination. Surprising 0-2 teams, though, to start the season on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch is the discussion. I think that when you talk about the surprise of the 0-2 teams, Maybe the Chargers aren't a surprise because the Chargers are mismanaged year in and year out. But the coach who is under, I mean, Brandon Staley's probably the odds-on favorite to be fired first among NFL coaches. And he should be, by the way, because they have all the talent in the world and they continue to find way to, ways to lose games. This was Brandon Staley in the postgame after his team lost to Tennessee. I'm not, I'm not worried about the Jacksonville loss. The Jacksonville loss hasn't carried on to the season whatsoever. If you've seen our training camp or you've seen the way we played in the first two games, it hasn't had an impact on our team whatsoever. Our team is connected. Our team has played its heart out in two games, and we've lost two tough games. But there's, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And if you ask anyone in our locker room, it has nothing to do with the Jacksonville game. And that's just the truth. It's a convenient storyline for you and for everybody else, but it's not the truth. 
We've lost two tough games. But the guys in that locker room, the men in that locker room, they are finishers and they have what it takes. And we're excited to prove ourselves. Yeah, we just lost a game in overtime, Jeff. So how do you think the mood is? How do you think the mood is? How do you think it is? It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough, a tough group in there. There's a lot of pride in that room. Okay? And we put a lot into this, and we got a good football team. And so we've lost two tough games. We've got to bounce back, learn from our mistakes, and be ready for Minnesota. All right, guys. So that's Brandon Staley in the Chargers postgame after losing to the Titans and fighting off the notion that his team is still shook from blowing a playoff game to the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. Uh, Mark Wasco says, sounds like they have a PK. Listen, I mean, you guys know that it's our job to ask them questions about how they win or lose. I thought the question was fine. Like the idea that that they have a PK is some kind of negative connotation. I know, listen, a lot of you guys don't like Paul's attitude. I think Paul, um, not to get caught up, but like I think Paul does a good job at what he does. I think sometimes he get he in he inflects his questions with too much of his own opinion or his attitude. And sometimes that comes across poorly, but you know, to have a PK is not a bad thing. PK is a good thing. PK is a necessary uh, thing here in, in media anywhere. Cause you know, a lot of times it feels like fan bases just want their media course to be fans of their teams also. And I think that's bullshit. And I think it's a waste of time. And I think more people should ask, uh, questions that are unbiased and not coming from a place of fandom or having to couch things because they're worried about how fans might react to it. Either way, I think uh, Ben Hall says that's honestly a really dumb question. Now you can take issue with the question, right? The question I don't think is necessarily a great one either. It's not a question that I would ask. Hey, is your playoff loss from last year still impacting your team two games in? Um, uh, of course, a playoff game from last season isn't why they lost a game on Sunday. Uh, so yeah, I disagree. I don't like the question at all whatsoever. Um, but it's not, a, it's not, um, not something that, uh, not something that I think is, is worth, you know, acknowledging other than the chargers being 0 two and Brandon Staley clearly being under pressure. William Jones says PK seems like he's a prick in real life. He is, but we love him. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> uh, Paul, uh, Paul, Paul and I are going to the, uh, the English, uh, the English national team game against, I think it's Australia. Kaharski texted me yesterday, asked me if I wanted to get tickets uh, together while we were uh, while we're all over there in London, which which it's an international friendly. I wish it was an EPL game. England Australia at Wembley Friday night before the Titans and Ravens on that Sunday. So yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, PK Paul Paul can be uh, <laughs> a d bag and also be uh, one of my favorite human beings of all time and a, and a good friend. So. I, uh, I, I understand why you guys see him that way and that's okay, but I look forward to, uh, I look forward to, uh, hanging out with him. I always enjoy hanging out with PK. He's one of my favorite people to sit next to in the press box. And, you know, it's fun when we get to do stuff outside of work too, like we will in London when we're over there, uh, taking in a little bit of, uh, English national team action. Excited. I've never been to a soccer game of that scale before. Anyway, moving on, the surprising 0-2 start. The Chargers, I don't know if it's surprising, but uh, I think that, you know, Cincinnati dealing with Joe Burrow's calf injury. We'll see what happens with the Steelers tonight if they can avoid the 0-2 hole. The Broncos being down 0-2 I think is a bit of a surprise. Um, Sticking with AFC West teams, they lost again yesterday, a terrible loss to a a Washington Commanders team that came back on them. Russell Wilson looks washed. But I think that... uh, I think that when you uh, when you talk about surprises, there's a couple of there's a couple of teams that jump to mind. L.A. 
they continue to underwhelm. Maybe I shouldn't consider them a surprise anymore. Let's bring in Bert before we wrap things up for in case you missed it. Primetime show is made possible by the wonderful people at Zen Sports. You can count on Zen Sports to get you in on the action. Unlimited 5% cash back is what you get when you plug in the promo code ATOZTN in their app. 5% unlimited cash back for your first 15 days of betting. Zen Sports is where you go. Gambling problem, Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions do apply. Must be 21 and up in the state of Tennessee to bet. All right, Bert, take it away. What's going on, Buck? Nice shirtless, a victory for the people. Excellent. It, it's because we're we're so much like Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears. Uh, you're not wearing any pants. I'm not wearing a shirt. So we, we kind of fit together. And I've been thinking about this while I've been sitting over here ignoring everything you talk about. Mm. Uh, if we were a running back duo, what would our nicknames be? And I've got a couple to, to throw at you and you tell me what you like, okay? Mm. Dart and Fart. Which one would you be? Definitely not fart. <laughs> uh, well, it goes to the next one. Dank and stank. Uh, ooh, I don't know. Who's dank in that scenario? Uh, you're you're obviously the cool guy, but they're all way too nice to you and way too mean to me. Uh, thick and slick. Have you seen my Twitter mentions? <laughs> uh, you, you are just not yet. I have a little bit of armor because I've been doing this for seven years and I don't actually care what any of them think of me. I love them all. Dearly, but I don't actually care what any of you have to say to me on a regular basis because for as much as you've been bitching at me for seven years, I continue to have my jobs and I continue to get more opportunities in front of a microphone, much to many of your dismays. But just just the fact that you get any negative criticism at all now lately is something that you have to adjust to because, you know, at this point, I, there is nothing that they could say to me that outright bothers me other than stupid things, uh, stupid opinions that they have about their football team from time to time. It's okay. That's why we love them. You're calloused. Uh, thick and Callous slick. Thick and slick as I think what we would go with. But I think mm. Buck and Burt. Buck and Burt just has a nice little uh, pow-pow to it. We would average like two yards a carry, but it would be fun. <laughs> ben Hell. Uh, ben Hall. Ben Ben Hall is what I meant to say, not Ben Hell. Uh, he said, I feel bad because I tweet and delete Buck to go to hell 12 times a day when the Titans and Vols play. That's hilarious <laughs> to me. That's right. <laughs> just know you can, Ben, you can send me all of those tweets all the time. I don't need, I barely even read my mentions on Twitter anymore. That's that's how little I care about what people are saying to me on a regular basis. But I do love you either way, even though you guys get frustrated with me from time to time. I do think Bert and Buck are Buck and Bert. Um, Sounds like is, a really shitty ESPN radio show in Mississippi. That's right. Uh, for, for ESPN 1000 on an AM station. <laughs> yeah, right. Buck and Bert on ESPN 600. As you, as you hear it through a muffled tin can frequency from, uh, where, where is, where is, uh, Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wouldn't listen to that show either, but petty and pay petty. And Oh, that's, uh, <laughs> uh... I thought it. I thought it was talking about pedicure. Yeah, I bet <laughs> you not, did. Not pedophiles. That... <laughs> That's a Ron Burgundy type situation. Damn you, Matt. You got me. <laughs> anyway, first home game of the uh, season for the Titans, which means all the festivities came to Nissan Stadium. And my favorite part of games is, is people watching. I love going mm -hmm. to tailgates. I love seeing people get inebriated. People that regularly have a desk job where they're responsible for people's 401ks or making sure your water gets turned on uh, properly. But then these people are blackout, butt-chugging beers in the parking lot, and I love that so much. 
And uh, I saw this video. You put it in our Twitter chat. And this is everything that I love about tailgating for college or NFL games. to unpack there is so much to unpack from uh from the sweat stain that Mitch the sweat stain is, legend. play the video okay so for for context bird is going to play that is of course the great one mitch firkins who regularly appears not only on this show but always comes up to uh to us at the uh, lead company countdown to kickoff when we're out there for home games always take a picture with uh with the great one mitch firkins Mitch is a uh, a character unlike any other, and he fought on behalf of his football team yesterday and lost. He lost so the Titans could win, uh, but he did take the L in the parking lot. I want Bert to play this video again. Pay attention to the spot where Mitch Ferkins lands on the asphalt, where there is not a sweat stain prior to his landing, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the ground is immediately drenched. My favorite part of that video is Mitch turning like Stone Cold Steve Austin after the guy screaming and Mitch goes. Shit. I I told Bert on the phone <laughs> when we were planning the primetime show. I go, I've never felt more disconnected from the thing I spent every day of my life around for the last seven years. Because you would not catch me dead in a setting like that ever in a th- ever 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 ever. It's a good reminder though, because I don't you know I don't tailgate. I don't. I'm there for work. I'm a little bit uppity anyway. So like the tailgate that I'm hanging out probably has a chandelier under the tent. It's it's more Grove at Ole Miss than it is, you know, bridge dweller. (laughs) The way that that appears to be. I just, it's, it's made even more funny because like people who wear like the, the dude who is celebrating in the chargers helmet without the face mask is just such a, such a ridiculous thing. I saw some dude from my seat in the press box, Robert, wearing a Derrick Henry, or excuse me, a helmet, a Titans helmet, and a Derrick Henry jersey that he looked like he got from Walmart. He must have spent the jersey budget on the helmet itself and then picked up the Walmart jersey just to try and complete the outfit. He's sitting out there in 85-degree weather with a helmet on in the stands. Like, for what? It just, it, it makes me, it makes me, uh, it, it, it concerns me for all of your well-being or how much, how much you've imbibed pregame, because that cannot be a decision that was made with sound body and sound mind. It is utopia, Buck. I love that after he celebrates victory, he's like, hit me with some Hennessy! Like, <laughs> they're just Hennessy. Like, okay. Chugging yeah. Hennessy. That's, 
That's how I know y'all are right. Chugging, go, you, you might as well. You might as well have been taking shots of maple syrup out there chugging Hennessy. Uh, I love it, dude. He and he doesn't get like a sip or a, a taster, not like a little flight chugging. beer. He was like J.R. Smith with that. Jo- Joseph Mitchell says, "Play it again." Oh my yeah, god! Play, play it again. <laughs> would have won so that could be our new end of show i need mitch oh, no to- i think it needs to be end of show anyway honestly i think it needs to be the end of the show i for people who have been bitching about bitching about uh J- jaguars lady that looks like jeff fisher i think that this needs to be our new end of show video i really do because that is just it it is something bert that is so foreign to me i've never in my life experienced anything like that at a sporting event ever because i don't you know i don't do sporting events the way that the rest of you do sporting events but that is that is it's like watching that is like watching Nat Geo. That's like watching one of those videos where the two water buffalo are squaring off in the wild and one of them gets gouged and ends up bleeding out and dying in a, you know, in a, in a pasture somewhere. That's, that's more, I associate that more with Nat Geo than I do with sports. You'd, uh, you'd never wear a banana suit to a game and show up inebriated or anything, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) See? that's in case you missed it for the week all right since we're gonna make that the new outro video why don't we start tonight have a great rest of your evening radio show tomorrow blaine bishop the hitman is gonna be on with us we'll break down the titans and the chargers with him see what he uh, saw from the defense in particular and we will also talk some balls after a very very disappointing result in the swamp 10 a.m Uh, On 104.5 The Zone, have a great rest of your evening, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.